Hi, and welcome to Icon Underground Radio for the week of July 20th, 2016. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. Uh, so we've got uh, yet another week with a little bit of news and no- nothing uh, comic-wise or fiction-wise in general to talk about. Uh, so we will make up for the fact that we had no episode last week by having almost an entire episode worth of things to talk about this week. Yay! Yay! Aggregation. Yay! Uh, which is good because uh, I, I will warn our listeners in advance that I am off my allergy medication this week, so uh, my my voice is going to get real fun real quick. Uh, so, uh, for news this week, I guess we could start with actually the big news from last week, which was... Uh, that Transformers brand editor John Barber from IDW has decided to step aside from editing to focus on the writing side of things. Oh, well, when uh, you say he is, of course, when mm-hmm. you say big news, it was basically the only news last week. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that was literally the only news to talk about last week. Yeah, which is part of why we didn't do it. So, yeah, apparently. Uh, they mentioned Sarah Gatos and Denton Tipton being promoted uh, to people who were already at IDW. I think, uh, just judging by what I've been seeing on Twitter, it looks like Sarah Gatos will be the one taking over the Transformers stuff. So that could be exciting. I haven't really seen much of her stuff <clears throat> otherwise, but I mean, I think it. I think it's helpful that. I mean, we've. I'm sure we've talked in the past about. You know, IDW being on top of how much fandom is a, a female thing these days. So I think it's really great that they have a, a woman taking over the editorial. On the one hand, yes. On the other hand, it's important to point out that Barbara is only stepping down from editorial and not stepping down from writing duties. Yeah. yeah. And based on some of the stuff I've seen on social media including some other stuff by Nick Roche about how he's not doing anything other than covers currently and soliciting work for trying to do wrestling comics. That I don't know. It seems like there's something weird going on at IDW. Like, just kind of a... Oh. Yeah, maybe there, a weird management environment? I don't know. There could be something like that. I mean, I can definitely... It seems like Hasbro has been pretty easy to get along with with this stuff, but I don't know how much that really is the case behind the scenes. Uh, so, I mean, w- what we see is them being okay with, you know, conjuncts and dura and stuff like that, but we don't see other stuff that might be going on, uh, especially because John Barber has been the one who's borne the brunt of the uh, to-sell-toys decisions, Going yeah, into true. the comics. Mm. And I don't know if that's, I mean, I would assume part of that might be because he's, you know, been in a position to shield the other stuff. Uh, but I don't know how difficult that has been. I don't know if that's been something that's actually been taxing or if it's just been a matter of saying, eh, we want to do this and then being like, okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to the tell all interview 10 years from now that actually explains all of this instead of our idle speculation. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I think too it's worth taking into consideration and and I think uh in our our brief touches on my own professional 
work. Uh, there, there's a saying that behind every editor is a frust, or within every editor is a frustrated writer. Uh, so no one, well, very few people really go into stuff like that wanting to be an editor. Yeah, but also, there's always been this weird thing in IDW where editor has never been a job description so much as it is like a rank title within the hierarchy of politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that can be said to be the case in a lot of comic publishers, though. True. So, you know, uh, <laughs> different, you know, differentiated from sort of editing work I do, which actually involves like correcting typos. Uh, I realize he probably doesn't actually someone really needs to be there to do that because they get way too many <laughs> typos through. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I have gotten the impression just all along ever since I've been vaguely aware of the uh the behind the scenes of comics in general even like in the old days at marvel it always seemed like the editors weren't really editors so much as they were the writers and artists bosses they were the cat herders well in the in best cases they're cat herders in worst cases they're forcing people to do stories but not writing them themselves but making the writer write every word they want yeah. Uh, n- no, in the worst cases, they were saying, here, write my midlife crisis for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I say teach, that with all teach, due love for Jim Shooter. Teach yeah. me how to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Shooter was a mixed bag of great things and what the fuck things. Yeah, he was, he was interesting. I've, I mean, I've definitely heard... Even some, uh, some complaints out of DC about, you know, editorial turning the screws too tight sometimes and that sort of thing. So, Not yeah, to I mean, the Superman he, office. I, I get the feeling though that pretty much any editor you run into in comics would just as soon quit editing and, and write. Mm-hmm. Though. Assuming these, the paycheck stayed the same, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that, though, keeping in mind that writing is generally a freelance work-for-hire kind of thing, and editorial is actually, like, a salaried employee. So, apart from that side of things, you know. So, yeah, I'm, I, uh, I wish him the best, certainly. Uh, I feel that, you know, I feel hopeful that, you know, things are, going to at least remain as good as they have been from here. Uh, so, so yeah, that's, you know, I'm, I, I will say I'm, I'm happy for him because like I said, I tend to, uh, understand that really writing is what you, like I said, yeah. no one, no one goes into it to be an editor. I'm glad he seems to be enthusiastic about the change. I'm glad that everybody else on the brand seems to be supportive of him in being enthusiastic about the change. I'm glad it seems like there is people in place to make sure it's not going to be disruptive. And there's going to be an interesting story here someday, but we don't know it yet. (laughs) We'll we'll see. Uh, But yeah, I have noticed that, uh, of course, none of the current creators are going to go on Tumblr saying, oh, this person's awful, but they, they all have been very openly supportive. I mean... 
generally with that sort of thing, if it's, if you're not supportive, you're just not going to say anything. Uh, yeah. but so yeah, they've, the, the current creators have been very excited about, uh, working with their new editor. So hopefully things will remain good along those lines. Uh, Fingers crossed. <laughs> so other news. We have some other news, right? Oh, we have, uh, that star scream. Yeah, the star scream that came Yay. from nowhere. Like suddenly Starscream. It's like the nineties all over again when yeah, you could just go to Toys R Us and suddenly there are laser rods and you never even heard of laser rods. Amazing. Like I can't remember the last time this has happened that like there hasn't even been like a, a store listing like, oh there's this toy coming, it's it's gonna be down the line, or leaked toys, or some pre release somewhere. This Toy just showed up in a store. We're getting a new star screen and robots in disguise. What? <laughs> He's just there on yeah. the shelf. Well, I think, I mean, obviously they, for whatever reason, just didn't have him at conventions and stuff. Uh, I think probably a lot of why we didn't get any of the store listings or anything is because the, like, super hardcore collector types don't care about robots in disguise. There, that doesn't there's that part to of a degree, but still, they, they showed off yeah. other robots in disguise things when you were coming. Or it's people true, they did, out. like, show off we're getting bisque. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the odd thing, is that they didn't have him at conventions or anything. Uh, so, yeah, and he's so, a new mold, so it's not yeah. like they just had to fill something in somewhere. Like, like they had problems making bisque, and so they had to have. So yeah, he doesn't look like filler. He, he just, hasn't shown up on the show yet, has he? No, no. not that I'm aware of. Weird. So yes, presumably, is. I mean, there's also been talk that they have actually started production on seasons three and four. Yeah, and uh, talk so. of new voice actors they're getting, like uh, Ian James Corlett. Yay! Oh, Who's yeah. he gonna be? Is he gonna Pal be Chinor? Who knows? Is he gonna he's be gonna Goku? Be, I was gonna say he's gonna be Gactimus Prime. <laughs> no. And that he has the worst internet username you can possibly have. It's pretty bad. It's, it's he could be Starscream, but that would be crazy. Huh, that's Doubtful, be interesting. That would be Ultra Gear. <laughs> uh, but. Anyway, I'm super, yeah. I'm super glad to have a Starscream toy that is a glamorous San Francisco magazine writer who's adjusting to single life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, though I will say that, uh, taking a glance at the pictures that we have of the toy, apparently he is a Toys R Us exclusive. It, oh, uh, oh. Oh, that, that is interesting. So um, that could yeah, explain part of why we didn't hear about it. Oh. So still, it's, you know, unusual for even those to just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, wait, he has a co-cell that's a recolored Scorponok? I didn't notice that before. What? I yeah. didn't see that either. A purple Scorponok, I want that. But the, uh, I mean, he's he's G1 Starscream colors, uh, but he does retain a little bit... I don't know. He's got a little bit of the Prime Starscream aesthetic. But yeah. His blue is very much Prime Starscream blue rather than primary color G1 Starscream blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not really animated 
well, maybe a little bit animated stock. He's, he's taller and thinner, but not tall and thin as Prime Starscream was, who was just a stick. So this is a... He's kind of... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, this is a Toys R Us exclusive that is a whole new mold, then. Yeah. That is a bad sign, because normally exclusives are either, like, gimme multi-packs that have kind of oddball color schemes, or stuff they made and then couldn't find a place for. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe. Who knows? Maybe he's just a different head on somebody else. Or an easy remote. Who to somebody else would have that it. kind of jet mode, though? Um, oh, who, what was the name of Metal Hawk? Hmm, he would have those kind of shoulders. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, <laughs> modern designs, Metal Hawk, original Metal Hawk just had normal shoulders. Yeah, original Metal Hawk is boring, but like the, the current, well, he's dead, but the, the current IDW comic Metal Hawk kind of has that kind of body. Yeah. And also, as much as we were kind of dancing around, well, it, he's not Prime Starscream, he's not Animated Starscream, he's not G1 Starscream. He's kind of Till All Our One Starscream. Huh. He's yeah. kind of very influenced by that oh, kind yeah. of... The, the wedge shape. ...pseudo-post-G1 form that he's kind of taking in the comics currently. Yeah. Hmm. Where yeah. he's kind of G1, but also kind of updated. Hmm. Yeah. Which Yay, mixing continuities. I love it. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a good Blur those form. lines. Blur them. Blur them all. Oh, and, and also Please don't blur them. He's a sweat It makes wing. my brain hurt. Yes. The wing cape detail is really neat. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very nice wing. It's got good wing game going on here. Uh, though other uh, rumored potential possible uh, store... Did we talk about the uh the possible Walgreens brainstorm last time? Uh maybe. It's been a while. <laughs> no, I think it was that we were discussing it by ourselves after Stasis Pod oh, and I yeah. promised to pick them up for people because oh, I have a Walgreens like half a mile from my apartment. <laughs> oh, that we're getting like a Walgreens re-release of uh Well, what happened? is that uh, the person who, it looks like the person who's involved with toy purchasing for Walgreens tweeted a picture of some exclusives that they're getting uh, of, I think, some Marvel stuff. Oh, a Doctor Strange and a Hulkbuster Iron Man, judging by the post I just found via Google. Yes, and in the background is Titan's Return Brainstorm Packaging. <laughs> Yes, as well as a Star Wars Wampa and the uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic movie character product name. <laughs> yes, it was very placeholder with the pony. Uh, so uh, I, I am presumably at this point that's still not settled on, but I would be happy to see that because otherwise we're only getting that Brainstorm toy as a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive and probably a Japanese release. Yeah. Which will probably cost about the same. <laughs> I'm kind of satisfied with my Thrilling 30 Brainstorm. Yeah, the, I really like the Thrilling like, 30. I don't really need a new Brainstorm. 
I do really like the Thrilling 31, and actually after we discussed that, I ended up getting mine and fiddling with him a little bit, and, and he's sitting over here in jet mode now. But I would like to have one who is the proper scale to pal around with Titan's Return Chrome Dome. Yeah, I And guess. Chrome Dome can be his only friend, because hmm. he's a jerk. <laughs> Okay, apparently the Japanese release of Brainstorm is not even the same as the Comic-Con exclusive release of Brainstorm. The Japanese huh. one is Generations Brainstorm again. What? Japan, you're being weird sometimes. Is he remolded to have a mouth? Because I can't <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> I don't think so. It's just that, like, the, uh, judging by stuff on the Almighty Wiki, the, uh, SDCC exclusive one is going to be a retool of Blur. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then the Legends one for Japan is just Generations Brainstorm again with okay. different paint job. Huh. Yeah. And the Walgreens one is just the SDCC one with apparently the same colors, I think. I, I would think it would be a little different just for the sake of it being a different thing. Well, I thought that was so too. Like when we first saw the, the picture of the SDCC set with weirdly colored Windblade. The brainstorm there looked more blue, but the toy looks more teal, like the toys we already have. So, yeah. who knows? Yeah, I, I have to say what killed any possibility of getting a, a third-party brainstorm for me was that they always based him on the Headmaster's anime uh, character design, so he always had a face, and he's not supposed to have a face. No, he's not. I, okay, I might be wrong because I'm confused by Legends being like a size class name in Japan now and not the name for a specific size class in Titans Return. Oh god, what a yeah, ah. the names have gotten more confusing. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Words are they they do these things. I mean, yeah. They need to stop doing these things. It's like they do it on purpose now. Just use the one word. Just call things a thing. Coming soon from Takaratomi. Deluxe masterpieces. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Stop it, my brain. Uh so so does that mean that it looks like it will be the same Maybe. as the Titans return or it might huh. be. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe no one probably. knows yet. I mean it's entirely possible no one knows yet. No one knows. But yeah, I'm entirely satisfied with the thrilling thirty Voyager. Yeah. Yeah, so I can spend that money on getting more random heads. <laughs> Yay! Speaking of random heads, though we and speaking of third party, though we don't really cover a lot of third party stuff. No. Uh it's it's kind of a slow week and <laughs> this this falls into the category of add-ons and accessories. Uh so our friend Trent Troop, uh who does a lot of awesome uh you know, uh design Things with toys, man. The the allergies are kicking in now. Yep. You you know what what was a great idea was uh, was just like burying my face in my cat when I'm <laughs> allergic to cats and off my allergy meds. That was the best idea. Uh, so yes, he is doing. Uh, now I saw the uh, the pretender, the monster pretender shells. Uh, did he has it come up what those are sized for? Uh, they're sized for the Titan Master heads. He's the, yeah. he's only made the slog, the, the monster pretender slog, but has a slot in the back for the Titan Master head. 
because he's been making face plates to swap out of the little Titan Master heads, or designing them anyway. I don't. He's only put up a few of them on uh, Shapeways. Is it Shapeway site? Or uh, yeah, yes, he's put it's up many of them on Shapeways at this point. He only had like four up like two, three days ago, but he's oh, up okay. to like ten now and posting even more that he's doing going forward. And then some of the uh, shells for the heads as well. He's going all in on this, and they are super cool, and I love it. Yeah, because we don't. And I'm normally... not just saying that because I've been working with him on Bmog. <laughs> well, that's yeah. Nice. yeah, we we don't talk about third party because it's not official. Although maybe someday we'll do a third party discussion when there's no news at all. But <laughs> Trent is is doing what we like about third parties things that are not replacements for existing toys. They're add-ons to existing toys like gun sets or things like that. This is get your little Titan Master, unscrew the faceplate, stick on one of his, and you're gonna have to paint it too. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah because they're they're uh, fairly standardized little parts there. Uh, I know I saw that he had uh, some more than meets the eye people, and yeah. he had some, I think what he called graduated rescue bots. Yep. So yeah. sort of uh, more mainstream, grown-up looking rescue bots characters. A little more uh, Although not things. that much more. No. Yeah. They are still very recognizably the rescue bots counterparts. Yes, absolutely. They aren't like 90s image comics kind of grown up where suddenly they're just huge. <laughs> Yep. And, and he made have a... GoBots. Well, Renegades, yeah. mostly. Oh, yeah. That's right. I saw those. Cupters. Yes. That uh, seems very, very useful for uh, people who want to do customs. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, the, the anyway, IDW the... ones he made were, what is it? Rung, Aileron, Tarn. I want the Tarn. What was the other one? Hey, Tarn. Pharma. Oh, Pharma. Uh, yeah. Although I think he also has a... Uh, Tailgate replacement head for the uh, Cyclonus Voyager combiner torso. Oh, I, I which thought is super cool. I thought that ah. was somebody. I thought that was a, a different third party thing that was at TFCon. Maybe I'm misremembering. I could have swore I saw that on his blog because I wouldn't have been following blogs that did it. For well, he made a repost. It. There were right. so many third party things shown off at TFCon, which just happened in Canada a bit ago. Yeah. Where where that thing tends to happen? Yeah, where it can happen, and some of them were neat, but there was just too many things. Although they're make somebody's making a Rodimus, which oh, that's going to tempt me because Hasbro hasn't given us a good new Rodimus in a while. Yeah, we're getting one in Titans Return though. The in last PR? one we got didn't even have flames on his chest. True. Ah, uh, I almost didn't buy him, but he lives in my purse now. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't buy him because having flames on his chest is a lot to live up to. Yeah, it, it is. It is. So, yeah, it's a very more than meets the eye looking Rodimus. And, yeah, I, I may have to cave on that, you know, after I get a big fat publishing contract. Yeah, because he's kind uh, of the hole in my collection of the Lost Light right now. I don't have a good – I just have the old generations Rodimus who has like eight points of articulation. The closest I have is a Hero Masher. Yeah, I have that one. We got that at the same time. Yeah, we did. (laughs) We got that. We should do that again this fall. Um, Yeah, I should totally come up and go to the zoo and then be too out of shape to actually finish the zoo. Aw, me too, though. Me too. 
Uh, yeah, I don't really have any very, I mean, there was the, the closest that we've really had was the cloud Rodimus and that's like a million billion dollars limited to three pieces. Uh, so, yeah. so that almost doesn't even count. Honestly, it's probably going to be cheaper to buy this ridiculously expensive third party one than yeah. it would be to buy a cloud Rodimus. I think I'm just going to buy the deluxe. <laughs> Although I will still look at the third party one and be tempted, but so uh, far the only third party yeah. stuff I've bought is the uh Magnus armor for classics Ultra Magnus, and then the uh replacement cigar chomping cup face for Generations Cup. Yeah, I I did get the Generations Cup one. Uh I still need to get the uh the bandolier for G two sideswipe. <laughs> Because I love G2 Sideswipe so much. Oh, uh, yes. But but yeah, the Cigar Face for Cup is definitely a good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, add-on sets, there are a lot of them out there that are just like, hey, it's this random sword we made. Uh, but some of them are really... I need to... I know there are some floating around out there that are uh, like more than meets the eye style conversions for the Generation Cyclonus. Or the mm. classic Cyclonus, so yeah, I need to look at one looks of those. Okay enough. He's fine. He looks he looks all right, but he could look better. Yeah, he could have a more <laughs> samurai head, but it, he's he's fine. Nothing egregious. It's not like the world that looks just like the G one world, the, the generation. Oh, that made me so, so sad. I got it because I like it, but it, he doesn't have digigrade yeah. legs or giant pinchy hands. Uh, no. Someday. Yeah. So what other news even is there? Uh, maybe that was it. There, there was, there was the there one, was uh, the really leaked is. TFCC thing. Oh, right. Yeah. The, well, oh yeah. Blue, blue streak. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, spo- spoilers. A, a toy that isn't coming out for months, like three months or something, whatever it ships. The, the last, the seventh. Secret one of the Transformers Collector Club subscription service for It's a Blue Blue Streak. Who, color-wise, actually kind of looks a lot like Strongarm from Robots in Disguise. Yeah, I can see that. Crest, so you could pretend either way. Yeah. Oh, uh, London Film and Comic Con is apparently getting a uh, three-pack of Titan Masters Sentinel Prime. Charon, who is... Uh, <laughs> Oh, yes. Who is Brainstorm and then Windblade, because apparently naming trademarks. Yeah. <laughs> they are a thing. Sure. Well, is it, isn't it in French? Isn't that chair on his French name? Maybe. I'd, I think. I'd buy that. Yeah, yeah it, it's just the SDCC set in a different label. In a different language. If they just changed one dude's name. We. Oui. I don't know. I can't do French. I'm the worst at French. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to check our Twitter feed to see what I may have retweeted within the last week and then forgotten. Uh, Alex Milne did a commission for someone and totally drew Drift Kissing Ratchet, which is pretty great. Oh, uh, his commissions in prep for TFCon have been great. I oh, recommend yes. you look at those after looking at BMOG. Yeah, good. Yes. Shameless plug. <laughs> he, he apparently... It sounds like that wasn't even specifically what he was asked to do, because he says there are times when I know what people really want with their commissions that they just don't say to me. Uh, but the commission recipient was apparently very pleased with this. 
Yeah, yes, it definitely good. It's she's a she's a Japanese artist I follow on Twitter. So I figured I was like, oh, that's who Mel drew it for. Yeah, that's right. Because her her <laughs> avatar right now is Drift's crotch. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, that, not that his thighs. I thought everybody was was sold on his thighs. Well, his thighs are in the I picture too, but the way it's framed, you know, maybe you're supposed to be yeah. crotch. <laughs> Also, uh, people have started receiving their Fortress Maximuses. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's pretty exciting for yeah, people. Th- people are getting toys that, and it's not us. Uh, yeah. And they are still compatible with Mega Heads, so go nuts, everyone. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, yes, that, that, that we're awful. Oh, if only I had a Mega Head. Well, then I'd have an excuse to get a Fortress Maximus. <laughs> Yay, Fortress Maximus. Someday. Someday. But he, he doesn't have yeah. giant treads and look like he does in the comic. That's Fort Max. Yeah. I want the little Fort Max. That's disappointing. Oh, and one of the earlier one of the earlier heads Trent did was a uh, more than meets the eye style Rodimus. So I guess we'll see how on point the Titans Master toy gets. Yeah, I've talked to him about that, and he said he's open to doing some more. Uh, what if Hasbro had gone another direction? Items is like another possible four pack that he just hasn't finished fleshing out yet. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a a good way to go with it because yeah, sometimes I'm I'm weird with like character faces and heads. Like like I said with brainstorm, if it's if it's on the anime model instead of the uh, the toy or American comic show rebirth model, I'm just like nope. Nope, can't see it. <laughs> yeah, can't and, see it. Well, I'm still going to buy Nightbeat's head. I'm a little disappointed at Nightbeat's head. Yeah, yeah Nightbeat's I'm creepy, super disappointed at Nightbeat's head. Yeah, he doesn't have sufficient antenna. He doesn't have sufficient sunglasses. No. He's screaming. <laughs> Everything well, being about a disembodied head, strong. maybe that is appropriate. Maybe. Well, no, but that should so, be Siren. Siren is the shouter. Once again, that is very true. Heads. So, <laughs> oh, the headmaster junior is never getting the right faces and heads anywhere. Poor guys. Inside voice, Siren. He doesn't have an inside voice. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that was that was my biggest disappointment getting G one Nightbeat that he didn't have the sunglasses. <laughs> it's like, yeah. but, but sunglasses. <laughs> I'm a comic nerd. I can't help it. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about all we've got this week. I hope you enjoyed our ramble cast. Yay! Hey, I, I think it's fun when other podcasts do that, so I'm going yep. to say that it's okay. Yeah, not to be confused with a rumble cast, which next week we will be debating whether we, a rumble cast would be red or blue. <laughs> blue. <laughs> Honestly, my my headcanon answer is Rumble and Frenzy have swapped color schemes with one another so often that they don't even remember who's what color originally. Probably. I could see that. They they seem like the sort of twins who would be constantly trying to trick people into thinking that they were the other one. <laughs> oh no, have they been gaslighting Soundwave for years? Oh man, oh, probably. Poor Soundwave. Probably. All right, so that's it. Uh, tomorrow, I I think next week we may actually have something to read, which Yay. would be very exciting. Yay! Yay! So 
then we'll have something a little more substantial. But hey, it's, you know, it's always nice to have a, a ramble cast. Uh, so we'll go ahead and close out then. Uh, until next week, this has been Jen. And Alex. And David. Component is fucking garbage. It's the it's worst so, episode of Transformers. It's God, so, so bad. I, I forgot to <laughs> shout. It's Dan DiDio's fault. In our episode. It's oh, all Dan DiDio's fault. Dan it Dan is. Dio. Everything is his fault. <laughs> uh. Uh.